WRUF Gainesville, W251CG Gainesville, from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Everybody's loving what's going on at International Diamond Center. It's a huge summer of savings event. Real relief from inflation and rising prices. How about rollback prices on all wedding bands? Right now, you can take an incredible 20% off any wedding band at IDC. Keep more of your money with this best ever wedding band sale. And while interest rates are up everywhere else, IDC's got 0% interest financing. Right now, get three years, zero interest on any purchase, and we'll even cover your first two payments. All certified diamonds included. Bottom line, everything's more affordable at IDC. And our selection has never been better. Hand-picked diamonds in all shapes and sizes. Thousands of designer engagement rings. Case after case of fashion jewelry from the world's top designers. Pick any item, divide by 36, and that's your payment. And as a bonus, IDC will cover your first two payments. It's IDC Summer of Savings. Your refuge from high prices and rising interest rates. Now through the end of August at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. Unapproved credit. Some product restrictions apply. See store for details. Hey, Bill, is that a new car? Nah, it's my same ride. I just got the dings taken out and repainted. I got it done at Mako in Gainesville. Wow, looks sharp. I thought it was a new car. Honestly, I was shocked at how good it looks. I'd recommend Mako of Gainesville to anyone. Give your car a brand new look. Take it to Mako in Gainesville. Excellent service and a fast turnaround on quality warrantied work with 0% financing available. Visit MAACOGainesville.com or call 352-371-4251. Mako of Gainesville on Main Street. Medicaid covered many Floridians during the public health emergency, but now for many, that coverage may end. If you are in jeopardy of losing your health coverage, don't worry. You may qualify for affordable health insurance through the Federal Health Insurance Marketplace. Navigators are ready to help you find the most affordable coverage option. This help is always free and confidential. Visit us at CoveringFlorida.org to learn more. That's CoveringFlorida.org. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into a Tuesday edition of Sports Scene. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Daniel is going to produce our broadcast today. Got a good show planned for you, uh, and it's going to start off with a real bang. In the midst of all of this football we're talking about, and football is a great thing to talk about because it's coming up pretty soon, going to talk baseball today. Hurston Waldrop was with us a few days ago. My pleasure to bring in Wyatt Langford live to the show now. Wyatt, man, what's up? How you doing? Hey, man. I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing well. appreciate you doing this, Wyatt. Um, you know, so much happens. You you have a great year here. You go to the World Series. Then the draft happens. Then you go report and you, you, you start playing in the minor leagues. Have you had a chance to really soak in everything that's happened to you over the past few months? <laughs> Not too much. I mean, it's all, it's all gone pretty fast. But I try to do the best I could at kind of just uh, taking it in as I go along. Um, you're, obviously your last year here, very special. People know your history, obviously, if they follow uh, Gator baseball. As you reflect back on your time here, what are your thoughts? Uh, I mean, I absolutely loved it. I mean, I couldn't have asked for a better way for my career to have ended. I mean, I, I would have loved to win a national championship, but to be able to go on that run with those guys 
meant a lot to me, and I mean it meant a lot to the team. So um, I'm super glad that I was able to go play at Florida and live out my dream. When you were waiting for your name to be called, I mean, everybody says you're going to be taking, you know, top five pick, whatever, but you still had family, friends, you know, all around. What was it like to have them around when your name got called, and what was the feeling like when you got your name called? Um, it was great. I mean, it's something I'll, I'll never forget, definitely. And, I mean, it was something I wanted to do at home rather than going to the draft and being in Seattle for it. I, I wanted to be around my family and stuff whenever it happened. Um, tell us about the minor leagues so far. Uh, how much difference is there in terms of the pitching wide that you're seeing compared to college at this point? Um, I'm enjoying it so far. I mean, I'm doing pretty good. But yeah. It, the, I mean, I'd say it's pretty similar. Like the pitchers here have a they have a really good plan every time they come out to pitch versus maybe in college where there was less information available. I'd say there's more information available for us as hitters and the pitchers. Are you a guy that would look at tape? I mean, would you, as, as, as you prepare for an opponent, if there's video, would you be somebody that, who would do that, or do you just rely on your instincts as a hitter? Yeah, I like to watch video t- as well. I mean, I feel like it helps just to kind of get an idea of how the pitcher is, um, what he's trying to do, and kind of what he looks like up there on the mound just to get an idea. You know, uh, these minor league ballparks, I've heard, depending on where you go, are pretty cool places to go. I've been to a few of them uh, because they have all kinds of different contests and fans are really loyal. What's that been like for you so far? Yeah, it's all been good. I mean, there's been we've had good turnouts, especially on the weekends. They usually sell out the stadium, so it's been a lot of fun to play in front of those people. Um, how do you? Th- where do you think you've improved the most, Wyatt? Maybe every place, I don't know. But like when you first came to Florida to now, you've worked very hard to improve your game in all facets. But where do you think you've made the most improvement? Um, I'd say probably just being becoming a more consistent hitter. I mean, I, I came into college, I felt like I was in a pretty good spot. Like I, I was a d- decent hitter and then, um, I kind of figured out how to just become more consistent at being that, that good hitter and having that consistent power. Uh, Wyatt Lankford's our guest here on sports scene. He's now gone from, of course, being a Gator to in the minor leagues. Um, so when you got to your, your two stops you've made, you've got coaches there, you've got hitting coaches there. Have, do they work with you a lot? Do they just leave you alone and let you do your thing? How does that work in your, in your time here at this level? Yeah, I mean they kind of just they kind of just help you and um, do whatever you need. They don't they don't try and push you to do certain things, or they're they're just here for you and they follow along on your judgment more so. Last couple of things, what has the organization given you any kind of a timeline as to what you know they want to do moving forward, or will that just be determined upon you know what you do and 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 how you do on the field? Yeah, I think it'll just um, have to do with kind of how I do and. They're not gonna. They're not gonna rush me. They're gonna allow me to just kind of get acclimated and um, like go to every level and see how it goes from there. Last question. Um, there's an adjustment. Uh, you know, you don't have to go to class. Uh, you can just concentrate on hitting and you know being a pro now. Was that a bit of an adjustment to make? And you know, what is your typical day? You know, I think a lot of times. Fans talk about, you know, people in the minor leagues. What's your typical day if you're playing, a, say, a night game? What's your typical day like? Yeah, I mean, um, I usually have 
get to bed pretty late. All of our games are at seven o'clock, so I was getting I usually get to bed around twelve or so, and then wake up around nine thirty. And um, we we always have the mornings off, really. So kind of just find stuff to do in the mornings, and then around lunchtime I'll head to the field and eat some lunch, and then get started on my baseball day. Wow. Um, well, Wyatt, I, I appreciate you talking back to Gainesville, and uh, we're going to try to follow your journey here as you go. Uh, if you come back to town, uh, we can get you in the studio here in the offseason. We'd love to have you. But, man, it was great calling your games, fun to watch your progress, and Gator fans I know are anxious and excited for you uh, as your future goes on here. So thanks for talking back to Gainesville, man. Yeah, thanks for having me on. You got Gator. it, Wyatt. Yep, thank you. Wyatt Langford joining us here live on Sports Scene. What, what, a, what a story. He is um, really good guy and uh, appreciate his time. Uh, okay, as the day wears on today, uh, we always try to spotlight uh, our former students. One of them is going to join us today, uh, and that is Sydney Jones. She is working for the Denver Broncos, and she will tell you what she's doing there. And then, if everything goes right, we'll be talking live today to Utah football coach Kyle Whittingham. That'll be in about an hour uh, from now or so. Uh, news of the day. Well, I told you so. The Bucks have said Baker Mayfield is their starting quarterback, beating out uh, Kyle Trask. Uh, that, And when I say this, I'm not saying it in a negative way towards him, uh, but it didn't surprise me uh it, i always got the impression that they were going to have to that that kyle was going to have to uh you know really beat mayfield out it would have to be a clear thing um and you know apparently uh, i think the mayfield's experience uh probably help him here and then uh you wonder what the future is going to be for wander franco uh, on administrative leave now by Major League Baseball because of his uh, alleged relationships he had with underage girls in the Dominican. And then did you see Dodger Stadium? Good God. That looked like a flood zone after all that rain. I mean, and, and if you've never been to Dodger Stadium, it's beautiful. I mean, they they have taken a stadium that was built in the 50s and it's still gorgeous today. They've upgraded it and all that. But good lord, it was just it's just devastating to see after, you know, all that rain came to uh to California. Uh we'll open the phone lines for you as we go along today. That is 392-8255 and the email is uh srussell at wruf.com. Uh, let's see here. Got a couple of emails before we get Sydney on here. Uh, Mark says, I'm in the wait and see mode on Mertz. However, there are some fans out there that are extremely confident in him. If you ask him why, the response seems to be because look at the transfers Napier's brought with him from Louisiana. How well, how well they performed last year in the SEC. Therefore, he can evaluate talent. However, my counter would be, the sample size of players he brought from Louisiana via the portal last year is small, fairly small. I think a total of three. Your thoughts? I will say this. Graham Mertz is a pretty motivated dude. And I think he, from, from talking to 
Billy Napier, some of the players. Uh, he's a worker. He's a grinder. He understands, you know, what this is all about. And th- does it mean you're going to have success? No, it doesn't. But he's motivated. And he clearly, in my opinion, clearly is the starter. I- I- I'm not sure that the that the competition was all that close, to be honest. So, Mark, um, I think his numbers here will be better than what they were at Wisconsin. Um, I think they're going to utilize the backs a lot more in the passing game, which is a safer route uh, to throw. So uh, I think you'll see some good things there. Doesn't mean they'll be perfect. And remember, he's going to go up against some pretty tough competition as well. By the way, I want to congratulate Grant Holloway. That dude is the bomb. He got his third world championship title in the men's 110-meter hurdles. Um, and uh, Talitha Diggs goes to the finals in the women's 400 meters. I mean, think of that, okay? Um, Holloway has won uh, his third world championship. That's just incredible uh, for how long and how well uh, he has done that. He is the second male athlete ever to win three 110-meter hurdle championships in the 40 years the world championships have been held. The second dude. That's pretty special. 12-13, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. You know, folks, the good people at Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville want you to know that they've been in business for a very long time, and they have. Over 40 years, the Cousins family has run that business since day one, opening their doors all those years ago. And in all that time, They have specialized in bringing you the best in late model, low mileage vehicles. They have a wide selection of vehicles on their lot. The reason, so you get a better variety, you get a better selection. You can pick out the vehicle you want at the price you're willing to pay and, of course, the model you're willing to buy. They understand that buying a vehicle is an important purchase and one that you don't take lightly. That's why they do their best to bring all different types of vehicles to Southeast Car Agency. Remember, you can go see them in person, Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville, and you can uh, test drive them and eyeball them for yourself. When you go see them in person, make sure and tell them Sports Scene sent you to Southeast Car Agency. Hey, it's Steve Russell for Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. It's Key Lime Shake Season. Try one right now. And try the Herb Chicken Burger, the house-made veggie burger, and my favorite, a Florida-raised beef original Big Dick with hot fries. Open seven days a week. Worthwhile, wholesome, fast food. Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. At paid for by StarWeb Services. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. PowerPill allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $2 per pill? Call today and get 50 Viagra pills for only $99. This could cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us if you want Viagra at the lowest prices. Never pay $15 at pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $2 per pill. Call 800-707. 
9440 today to save up to $500 and get 50 pills for just $99. Power Pill is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 800 707 9440 to take your call now. Call 800 707 9440. That's 800 707 9440. Again, 800 707 9440. Ah, the good life. You deserve it. The pros at Electronics World can help you enjoy the good life at home in comfort with premium video and audio components from the best in the business. Sony, Yamaha, Marantz, Bryston, Rotel, Bowers & Wilkins, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. Whether it's a two-channel stereo system, outdoor entertainment, or a home theater room with surround sound, EW has what you need to enjoy the good life. Visit our showroom in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. New sneakers fresh backpack three spiral bound notebooks check 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 and the feeling of knowing you're ready to take on the challenge i got this now that's empowering let radiant credit union empower you with 5,000 bonus points when you spend 100 dollars during the first 45 days of opening a credit card with us but hurry this offer ends august 31st visit radiantcu.org empowering to get started federally insured by ncua Hi there, this is Coach Steve Spurrier inviting you to join me, Shane Matthews, and Steve Russell every Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. this football season for Inside the Huddle, presented by Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, Titan MRI, Silverback Concrete, and QC Kinetics. Inside the Huddle with me, Steve Spurrier, Tuesday mornings at 11, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, WRUF. Well, a brand new fall semester kicks off here tomorrow and over the last week or so I've tried to bring on some uh, Gator grads uh, who have left our program and have gone on to bigger and better things just like my next guest she is Sydney Jones she is working for the Denver Broncos and uh, doing a great job there so we're going to bring her in Sydney Jones it's good to talk to you how are you Steve, I'm doing great. It's wonderful to hear from you. Thanks so much for having me on today. Yep. By the way, Sydney, team reporter and producer for the Broncos. I guess, Sydney, um, let folks know how you got to Denver and, and exactly the job you're doing there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, of course, like Steve, you mentioned, I was at the University of Florida, graduated there in 2019, had a great journalism program there and got so much experience during my time. There And after graduation, I moved to Wausau, Wisconsin. I was a sports reporter and anchor at a local television station up in Wausau, which, you know, was born and raised in Florida. So moving to Wausau was definitely (laughs) a big transition for me. And uh, I really missed the beach during my time there. But it was a really great experience. And, you know, Wausau is about an hour from Green Bay. So I covered the Packers like it was a hometown team, went to every single home game during that season. And it was a really great experience, and I'm so glad that I did it. I was only there for about nine to ten months when my current boss here with the Broncos reached out to me uh, via Twitter, and I went through that interview process, ended up getting a job. 
as the team reporter and producer here with the, the Broncos and moved out March of 2020 to Denver. So right when COVID hit, which was really interesting, I started my job. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I started my job remote uh, doing, you know, player interviews via zoom, you know, trying to figure out kind of my role here in such a hard time in the world, but also a hard time to start a job too. Um, But, you know, we got past that and now I'm going into my fourth season. So it's been kind of a whirlwind, but it's been really fun. Uh, I would imagine telling the story of a team and telling the story of the players and the coaches and the people behind the scenes, you know, who make that organization work. Is that a, a, a lot of your job? Is that a fun part of your job? Absolutely. It's honestly my favorite part of the job because, you know, being with the team, being a member of the team, you're in the cafeteria with the players and the coaches. You know, you walk by them in the hallway. You really get to know who they are as a person. So you understand more about them rather than just the person or the player that they are on the field. So you kind of know, you know, why they are the player that they are, why the person that they are. You know some of their past experiences that have helped them get to where they are. So that is definitely my favorite part of the job, to making those connections, understanding the why behind what they do, who they are, and kind of expressing their stories out to our viewers. So, you know, Broncos country, so Broncos fans can, you know, get to know our players on more of a personal level, which, you know, that's how you create fans. So that is definitely my favorite part of the job. Uh, Without going into the um, specifics here, um, you know, you worked for a coach who's no longer there, and now you have Sean Payton and his staff. Um, Is is it different now? Is, Is what you do different because of the coach or is is pretty much the same thing regardless of who the coach might be? Um, Well, when you have a new coach, things change regardless of, you know, who they are, their experience. So everything is always a little different. And, you know, unfortunately I've been through three head coaches since I've been here. So things do change on a year to year basis, but it's been wonderful, you know, having head coach Sean Payton here, he came in and, you know, really changed the culture of the of the team and really set a tone with the team the second he got in. And, you know, it's been a really great offseason for this team. And I, I think one of the most optimistic offseasons that we've had, you know, in recent years. So with change, I mean, change is always, you know, a little challenging, but this change has been really good, specifically, you know, inside the locker room within this organization. And, you know, uh, I'm excited to see the product on the field in a couple of weeks once we hit the regular season. Of course, uh, the wide receivers coach for Denver is Kerry Colbert, who was the wide receivers coach at Florida. Yep. Uh, so that's a good little Gator connect. Not enough Gators on that team, though. I know. I couldn't agree more, Steve. <laughs> we actually, you know, just signed uh, wide receiver Josh Hammond this morning. So there's oh, a Gator okay. for you. We there just you added go. one. Oh, all right. Yeah. So good, good timing. Thanks for that. That's good news. Thanks for that. I know. Good timing. Yeah. Um, yeah. We. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I was going to say our receivers room, it's interesting because, you know, at the start of training camp here, we had a lot of depth at that room and there was a lot of questions of whether, you know, how many receivers they were going to keep and kind of how that room is going to shake out. But unfortunately, you know, we've seen a lot of injuries within the past couple of weeks. And one of our top receivers, you know, Tim Patrick, he went down with an Achilles. Um, One of our other receivers, he was waived with a, you know, non-football injury. A couple other guys have gone down. So, the team's been adding a lot of receivers just for depth there, and so that's how that signing kind of came this morning um, following a, a season-ending injury that happened this past preseason game this past weekend. So. Ooh, you don't like to see that. Um, you know, Sydney, no. a, a lot I've never been. I've been to Denver, but I've never been to that stadium. And, 
you know, the Broncos mm-hmm. as an organization, if you go back to the old AFL, have had success there. What is that fan base like in Denver for the Broncos? Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm a little biased, though, because I've been here for a couple years now. But the fan base is like no other, I really have to say. First off, the stadium is incredible. And, of course, you know, we have a long history of winning here at the Broncos with three Super Bowls. So this fan base is diehard. They date back to the John Elway days. You know, they remember the Peyton Manning era. They root for this team diehard. And we've had, you know, the city of Denver has had a ton of success in recent years, you know, with the Nuggets winning, uh, you know, the NBA Finals, the, you know, Avalanche winning uh, Stanley Cup two years ago. So this this city has seen a lot of championships, but I have to say the fans here, they root for the Broncos like no other. Like, it, it's it's so wonderful to see other teams have success, but these this city, these people really care for the Broncos, and they're really excited to see them be good again. Uh, do you? What do you think in terms of what Peyton will do? Uh, do you? I mean, it, it isn't done overnight, obviously. Um, but do you see with a veteran coach like Peyton, where the Broncos will get back on track sooner than later? Absolutely. And I know head coach Sean Payton. He said a few weeks ago that you know he's going to be upset if this is not a playoff team here in Denver. And you know he's really not afraid of you know those expectations, which. I think it's really great for this team. I mean, that mindset, I feel like, needs to be kind of present within this organization, within this locker room, because of, you know, the past few years and, you know, not being, you know, a playoff team, not being a winning team. So I think setting that tone the second that he got here to let his players know that he believes in them and he believes in this roster, what this team can be, I think it's really great for the team, for the guys in that locker room. So, you know, I, I... have high expectations for the season because I know our head coach does. I got to end by saying this. You you just sound, and I'm so proud of you and so happy for you, but you just sound happy. You just sound like you're really enjoying what you're doing. Oh, thank you, Steve, very much. I am. It's been wonderful being here. And, you know, like you know, Steve, I was born and raised in Florida. So, you know, I'm not home, but I really do feel like Denver is home and it's been a wonderful place to be. Well, uh, again, I appreciate you taking time because I want people to know what a lot of our grads are doing as they've left here. I can't believe it's only been four years, though. It just seems like it's been longer than that. But It seems so long. I yeah, agree. Yeah, but proud of you. Thanks for taking time to come back, Sydney, and uh, let's stay in touch. Absolutely. Wonderful to hear from you, Steve. Yep, thanks, Sydney. Sydney Jones, uh, just terrific kid and uh, doing a great job as a reporter uh, for the Denver Broncos in-house. Um, until we talk, I hope... Uh, with Utah football coach Kyle Whittingham. Uh, we will take calls, 392-8255. You can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. 1227, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Cloaked in orange and blue and fortified on the campus of the University of Florida. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Does your knee pain keep getting worse? How about that pain in your shoulder or hip or back? Don't let them tell you steroids and surgery are your only options. Take my advice now and call QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics can make that pain go away with all natural advanced regenerative medicine. They're helping people here every day with these amazing natural treatments that restore and repair damaged joint tissue. It's like turning back the clock. 
Regenerative medicine uses concentrated healing agents from your own body to stimulate that damaged tissue in your joints so they can work like they're supposed to, and there's zero downtime. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting medical breakthrough. Patients here are getting real lasting relief and are saying no to surgery and drugs. If you have pain due to injury or arthritis, this is a remarkable option you need to check out. And the consultation is free. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, 352-400-4550, QC Kinetics. Mike Lester is the founder of Talon Wealth. I can't believe how much attention Talon's advertising has been receiving. All I said was, I wouldn't sell my mother an annuity, and nobody should sell you an annuity either. So here's the thing. I was a very successful annuity salesperson back in the day, but I evolved as a financial advisor, as a fiduciary. I just don't know how, as a fiduciary, you can promote products that pay you a commission before your clients make a dime. So all of you out there pushing and selling annuities to your clients, explain to them who's paying for your radio advertisements, who's producing your radio show. After you answer those questions, then explain to me why I wouldn't sell my mother an annuity. That's all there is to it. Mike, you pay for all of our advertising. I produce our radio stuff, and I work for Talon Wealth. That's right, Christian. We don't have to sell annuities to provide income to people in retirement. More at guardingyournestegg.com. Advisory services through Talon Private Wealth and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Florida License D056341. Hey, neighbor, check out my yard. It looks like an oasis. Wow, how'd you do it? I went to qualitygreenspecialist.com. They have the best selection of shrubs and natives, cool shade trees like oaks, colorful flowering bottle brush and creep myrtles with the largest collection of fruit trees in Central Florida. Quality Green Specialists? Yep, and they're open 9 to 4 every day. Quality Green Specialists. Top quality plants, sustainable gardening products, friendly expert advice. 335 West Michigan Avenue in DeLand. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. This afternoon, mostly sunny skies. Temperatures getting warmer than they were yesterday. Highs today in the mid-90s. Heat indices near 105. We've got a very low chance for a passing evening shower, although most spots will stay dry for the entire day. Tonight, mostly clear skies. Low temperatures in the morning in the mid to lower 70s. In the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. The, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Yeah. Somebody's falling in love. Uh, Who wants to guess? Who has the crush? Yes, Paul. I made a mistake of watching a lot of Jordan Love. No. I know I only threw eight passes. Good talent on the rock. Jordan Love MVP candidate. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9 right here on WRUF. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver, weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. All right, phone lines open for you, 392-8255. So is the email, srussell at wruf.com. In the next couple of days, uh, some of our guests will include Max Chadwick from Pro Football Focus, Gator Volleyball Coach Mary Wise here tomorrow, Uh, Tom Hart from the SEC Network 
We'll talk about the upcoming football season. So uh, we got some good people coming on here next couple of days. Uh, John, hello. Yeah, good afternoon, Steve. Um, I, I know that you're proud, but I, it's pretty cool to hear that your former students and guys have worked for, you know, RUF and went to this school to go on to big success. You know, obviously we know the Aaron Andrews and the Lauren Rutledge, they've, they've gone on to big things. So it's pretty cool to hear that your students go on to do some big things. I know that, you know, we single out Florida. I know there's other schools that do that, but I, it just seems to, when I see either an athlete get on there like Tebow on the SEC network or even in a student get on TV. It's, it's pretty cool. Uh, I, I get asked this a lot about, you know, what I do. Uh, the thing I am most proud of, most proud of, is when one of our kids goes in the business and gets work. That's what I'm here for. That's what makes me happiest. And uh, it, it's it's a, you know you're a, you're a proud proud papa so to right, speak right. Yeah, when I'm they go out and they and they do that and they've earned that and it's really cool to see. Absolutely. You you were talking earlier about um, Mertz and uh, you know I think with his experience I mean not to discredit uh, Anthony Richardson but I think what's going to be exciting to see is I think that uh, that Billy Napier is going to maybe open up the Play, but I'm not saying go out there and be fun and gun and throw 80% of the time. No, I believe what yours is saying is you're going to use that two-headed monster in the backfield, you know, and whether he may be running or throwing a ball out of the backfield. But I, I think that uh, Mertz creates that situation. You know, maybe I'm wrong, but, uh, you know, you can tell me that. You, know, you never know until the game starts. But I think that his expertise, whatever he even say, the little – Thing that he had at Wisconsin opens up our playbook, and I think that, that that creates excitement for us. Well, here's what I think is going to happen. With all of what AR is and was, he did not have a lot of experience playing the quarterback position. And if you remember, you know, it, it's, it's not fair to single out a game necessarily. No. But if you go back to the Kentucky game, you know, yep. AR was just flummoxed. He he they they just did a great job of basically, you know, shutting him down. And I'm not saying that Mertz can't be shut down either, but he has way more snaps. He's seen way more things than AR did, and you would hope that would reap some benefit. Right. So I'm I'm excited to hear you and some of your you know your analysts and um, obviously I want to hear what Shane and, and the coach but ball coach talk about next week and you know that we'll go forward. Hey Steve, as always, I enjoy your show and talk to you later. Thank you, John. Uh, you know I'm watching a replay of Florida Georgia uh, when Trask and Pierce and that group was here and they just threw a touchdown pass to Shorter. Shorter had a good game uh, for Buffalo the other day. He had five or six catches. For the Bills, he could be a real steal. Uh, you know where he was drafted. Uh, Byron, hello. Hey, Steve. Uh, man, I hadn't seen it, but uh, big talk up in the Ville, man, about Swamp King, man. And uh, you know, some of the players was out on the air today. I don't really, you know, get the names, but just man, Tim Tebow, some great stuff. I, I hadn't seen it, but uh, just laughing at what I heard. And uh, real quick, Steve. You know, I'm not making excuses, but. Anthony Richardson, with ETN came on at the end, he didn't have any kind of running back last year. 
And that's what's worrying me about Florida, which I'm thinking is going to be different this year. Where I'm going, Steve, is Jonathan Taylor is missing. They didn't play AR last weekend, and that was bad. I don't know what Indianapolis is doing, but uh, I think AR needs to be playing more, and Jonathan Taylor needs to be in camp. I'm not a general manager, and I don't know what I'm talking about, but your running back is going to be what Richardson needs to save us. And Jacksonville, I'm thinking ETN and those guys going to help him. And speaking of ETN, for Florida to be successful this year, I don't care who the quarterback is, Richardson or Mertz, they're going to have to have a running back. And ETN or somebody going to have to step up. If they do, go Gators! Thank you, Steve. Byron, thank you. Byron, I don't know what team you've been watching, um, with all due respect, but, I mean, Florida had two pretty good running backs last year who are back this year. So uh, I, I don't think that is going to be a problem. Uh, I just don't see that uh, being an issue an issue at all. Uh, 392-8255. You can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Again, we hope to be talking to um, Utah's coach Kyle Whittingham live here in about 45 minutes. I have to say this, and some people may not like it, when it came time for Urban Meyer to be possibly inducted into Florida's ring of honor, there were some people, perhaps many people, that did not think he belonged there, even though he's qualified to be in it. You know, how he left the program, blah, blah, blah. But isn't it funny now, with DraftKings out, and by the way, it's really well done. Uh, you'll see that. But now, there's all this about, man, that's how Florida should be. That's, that's the good old days. That's the Well, who was the architect of that? Who was the coach that won two national titles in three years? Who was that guy? That's the same guy now that when you when you watched the draft you know, did did he do things his way? Yeah. He did. And I, I, I saw what Lewis Murphy said, because Urban, and if you know him, this is typically him. You know, I'm paraphrasing here, but you know, if you were good, you got treated great. If you were bad, you got treated like crap. And Lewis Murphy said, I, I, I did both of that. I experienced both of that. You know, if you won the spring game, you ate steak. If you lost it, you ate hot dogs and beans. I mean, that, that's, what it, that's what it was then. And it's just interesting to me how now, you know, we're going to rewrite history here when, you know, back to the good old days and those were the glory days. And uh, Well, who recruited those guys? Who coached those guys? Who looked at talent and put all that NFL talent into the league? That guy. Flawed? Yes. No question. And look, I'm biased. I'm friends with him. I've always respected him. I, I didn't always agree with him, and I've told him that. I, I didn't agree with some of the things he did. I mean, could, can you imagine Billy Napier doing Bloody Tuesday now? Can you imagine that? That would never fly now. 
And think about it. That's only 15 or so years ago. You know, 15, 20. It isn't like it's, you know, 50 years ago when they were on leather helmets. Wasn't that long ago. That's, but that was what you came to expect. It's a different era now, and I get it. But it just, it interests me to see, you know, where the glory days and whatever. Well, again, you you see who the guy is that helped do that. Uh, come on, folks, let's talk a little sports. Here's what I'm here for. I got some emails, but three, has, has anybody seen any other shows? What do you think if you have? 392-8255. Again, it's uh, well done. Um, Ellison Lake City says, uh, wanting your take on Buholtz this year, your predictions for the season, they're going to be good. I mean, they benefited from the transfer portal. You can even transfer in high school, yes, and that happens, believe me. Uh, they have a new head coach, and uh, Austin Cardozo is the quarterback. Is that Jeff's son? Yes, it is. Um, we will start having high school coaches on tomorrow because their season opens this week. Um, Russell says they're doing well in their profession because they had a leader that cared. Well, thank you for that as far as the kids. A lot of other people in this building really helped with that too. By the way, uh, Florida freshman Jakeem Jackson and Eugene Wilson named to the uh, on three true freshman All-American team, one of only two programs to have a true freshman on both sides of the ball name to the team. Now, that's good and bad, right? That means that it's a highly a highly uh, touted recruit, but, you know, you don't want to rely too much on young people either. Um, so that's that's part of the, the good and the bad with that. Uh, all right, Sam says, uh, what's your take on... DraftKings. I think it's great. It's great. It, it, it shows how it was then, and it comes from the perspective of the people who were in it. And that, that, that's what's great. Hello, Tom. How are you? Hey, Steve. Uh, super excited about the season. We're going to the Utah game. Got 10 of us going. Flying out this Thursday. Going to do Yellowstone and all that stuff, too. Oh, good. But... Yeah, making a we always try to make a, a nice trip out of things. So, um, question for you: I know you uh, is is what's your favorite away place? Not counting Florida, Georgia, but what's your favorite away collegiate um, place you've ever been to to see, to watch a football game? Uh, probably LSU. Um, oh, it, that's always yeah, that's it's crazy place. there. Um, yeah, it is absolutely crazy. <laughs> it is. I can remember going there when Tebow played, and and uh, did my pre and my post game show from there. And uh, there were people. I mean, getting to the stadium in, in a rental car, and there were people parked in the median on the main, you know, on the road. And it was like, how are they allowing these people to park here? And I literally could not get to the stadium and had to, like, crawl in my car to get to where, you know, I had a place to park. It was crazy. 
And yeah, old that's a, that's a fun place. And Ole Miss is, is pretty cool <clears throat> because of the Grove. We've never been to Ole Miss before, but I've been to LSU three or four times, and we love it there. So yeah. people are always nice. I mean, you get the tiger bait, but they also come over here and have some of this food. And Oh, yeah. You know, I, so I've told the story a lot. <laughs> the first time uh, I went there with Gator Baseball, right, we pull up, and it looked like a tailgate for football. I mean, not as many, but you get the point. There were a lot of people, and I got out of the bus and, oh, you gay, come over here. You all have some gumbo. Come on, you gators. I mean, I couldn't, again, it was like that was for baseball, for crying out loud. So it was pretty cool. <laughs> well, thanks for all you do. We appreciate you. And, uh, yeah, we're so looking forward. We're super pumped already. So um, hopefully we'll have a great year. And if not, we still have good fellowship and have a lot of fun anyway. You bet. Thank you, Tom. Appreciate your call. Uh, 1244 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Marshall, get to you first after the break. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. If you're a regular listener of sports, then you know I've been telling you about a terrific local charity, the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka, for quite a while now. And many of you have responded admirably to help them out. And they thank you for that. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes, and they're sustained by your donation of unused or unwanted vehicles of just about any kind. They learn real-life skills because they fix them up, and they resell them. So if you have an unused or unwanted vehicle of any kind, please consider a donation to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. And I'm talking a boat, an RV, a car, motorcycle, just about any kind of vehicle They will take it off your hands if your donations are tax-deductible. It helps a really good cause. To find out more, go to rbr.org. That's rbr.org. Or Google Boys Ranch Palatka. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. I would say that not only because they're absolutely the best, that they do pay attention and listen to each different patient and what their needs are, what their fears are, how they can help them through the, the different processes that you need to go through to have healthy teeth. And that's what's really important to me. It's the difference between night and day, just having the absolute best and know that that's what I have and um, I'm healthy. And I know that that's what I'm going to be for the rest of my life because this is my team for the rest of my life. It's terrific. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Hey, it's Steve Russell talking about the delicious food at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. It's key lime shake season. If you've never had their hand-spun artisan dairy shake, you're missing out. Try the herb chicken burger, the house-made veggie burger, and my favorite, Florida-raised beef, the original Big Dick with hot fries. Walk up, drive through, or order ahead at DickMondell's.com. Open seven days a week at Southwest 4th Avenue and 5th Street. Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries, worthwhile, wholesome, fast food. Visit online at DickMondell's.com. 
International Diamond Center is giving you relief from rising prices with incredible offers now through the end of August. Now through the end of August, IDC is offering you 36 months zero interest financing on pre-owned Rolex watches. Three years, zero interest. And yes, this special finance offer includes all of IDC's luxury pre-owned Rolex watches. Hundreds in stock. Nothing is excluded. Submariners, Daytonas, Datejusts, Batmans, Pepsis. IDC has all the hard-to-find Rolex models in stock. Men's and ladies. Ladies watches. These pre-owned Rolex watches are in pristine condition. Each one hand-selected and carefully inspected for quality and craftsmanship. Right now, through the end of August, you can walk away with a Rolex of your dreams and enjoy 36 months zero interest financing, three years of low affordable payments. Don't miss this chance to get the Rolex you deserve. Now through August 31st only during IDC's amazing Summer of Savings event, International Diamond Center. On approved credit, Rolex financing offer requires 20% down payment. From every called third strike to every call to the bullpen, baseball lives here. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Scheduled to have Utah football coach Kyle Whittingham with us live in about uh, 25 minutes or so. In the meantime, we'll take some calls. Marshall's first. Hi, Marshall. Steve, how are you, sir? Good. Um, I don't know if you've had a chance to read it, but yesterday an article was put out on in all kinds of weather website by Neil Shulman. Yep, I read it about Mullen. Yep, I read it. Did anything surprise you in that? surprise me uh no no um what was good about the reporting is that you know he got people on the record to you know talk about things um so no i mean look i sat here when it it was started to go bad and took you know calls and emails and whatnot and what were the what were the things people were talking about right didn't recruit well, you know, uh, too much trust in Emory Jones or Felipe Frank, you know, that sort So, I mean, th- it wasn't exactly news, but the reporting and getting somebody to talk about it was excellent. Do you feel, and I, I, I don't know if you want to answer this, but do you feel the current administration is the opposite of that spectrum? The current administ- defined administration. So Billy Napier and the way he runs the program being so different from the belittling that Todd Grantham and John Hevesy were stated to have and Dan Mullen, who didn't want to make decisions, didn't want to overrule his assistants. It yeah, seems I, to me I, that we're on the opposite end of the spectrum now. I think it's different, yes. Now, you know, Again, you're getting one perspective, right? You're not getting the coach perspective there. So, you know, again, I'm talking as a journalist now, right? Sure. Todd Grantham couldn't or wouldn't defend himself. John Hevesy, who I've known a long time and, you know, coached under Urban, was a pretty good offensive line coach when he was here, okay? And I didn't hear anybody complain about him when he was coaching then. Maybe he changed. Maybe the kids changed. I don't know. 
But the one thing is for sure, it, it, when it looked like he was the right hire, and I, I, I thought he was the right hire. He understood Florida. He had coached here when you know the, the program was on top. It just didn't work out. Well, I think after your comments about Urban, I think some of us who are not as close as you are don't grasp how much the interaction between coaches and players has had to change over time. Yes, I agree with that. I mean, when you see the the, uh, the story about Junction Boys at Texas A&M with Bear Bryant, I mean, to the day, um, I don't know, I, it just got me thinking more of, I'm hopeful that those kids who were recruited by Coach Mullen and went through a year or two of that now are getting to really improve themselves, shall we say, to the point where they might be reaching their optimum performance? Yeah. I mean, I think if you stuck truth serum in Billy Napier, he would tell you um, that not everybody bought in last year that was not part of his you know, recruiting orbit, and that's not unusual. Very rarely does that happen, and that's why kids transfer, and now you can transfer obviously much more easily. So, yep, we'll see how it goes. When I look at a guy like Derek Wingo, and I just really want to see him have success because it, it just seemed like things didn't work for a good period of time. All right, well, thank you, Steve. I appreciate okay. your point of view. Yep, appreciate yours, Marshall. Thank you. Uh, Tony is here. Hi, Tony. Hey, Steve. What's up, buddy? Hey. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm getting ready to sit down and watch the first episode of Swamp Kings now, right after your show here. But uh, it's pretty – you could probably do another documentary just on the McElwain and Mullen era on how fast that all unraveled sure. each one of their tenures. Sure. I mean, it, it's just – when you take a step back, and you see how those two coaching tenures unfolded. It's, it's pretty amazing that that happened on back to back. Yeah, uh, it is. And, and I think a counter to that, you know, you you had with Urban. What makes uh, Swamp Kings interesting is that Correct. they won championships. You know, it uh, is. I yeah. mean, McElwain didn't. Dan didn't. Um, and. Most of the most of the time, when something unravels, it doesn't unravel quite that quickly. You you sort of mm-hmm. see like okay, the the pinnacle of the program is ten and two. Well, then maybe they go eight and four, you know, seven and five. Then they're four and they're four and eight. Coach gets fired. So you could see sort right. of the gradual end, but you know, with those two, pretty quick. Correct. Steve, did you already have Wyatt on? Yes. Top of the show. Okay, I'll have to go back and catch that on the app. Um, Steve, it's going to be an interesting interview that you're going to have with Coach Willingham. Um, I've been on a bunch of, you know, Utah podcasts and stuff like that, just checking out what they got going on. And it looks like he was very upset and disappointed with their physicality last year. He thought they had way too many missed tackles. He thought they weren't physical enough. So they ratcheted it up during uh, preseason practices this year. Um, they feel that they're a lot more physical going into that first game. But the other side of that coin, Steve, is that they've had a lot of injuries, yep. especially on the 
especially on the defensive line. Um, I know you're not going to be able to get much out of him. Um, but one thing is Brent Keith, you know, we've talked a lot about recently rising and his availability, but Brent Keithy, who's the guy who destroyed us last year, it wasn't really Kincaid. Keithy had over 100 yards and a, and a touchdown. Um, he hasn't been cleared 100% yet, full go either. Um, so that's going to be something to look at. And again, I think Coach Willingham's playing coy with both of those injuries, so we really won't know anything until probably game day. But uh, something to keep an eye on, and I look forward to that interview, Steve. Okay. Thank you, Tony. Appreciate your call. Dick will be our final call of the hour. Hi, Dick. Hey, Steve. How you doing, buddy? Good. Great show. Hey, um, you know, I, 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 I don't know how you feel about it, but I think uh, Urban should be in the, in the ring of honor. Uh, coaches can't control everything that goes on in, in the program with cars outside of the campus and stuff like that. And you the other coaches, everybody's got their flaws. You have to, you have to eliminate everybody. Um, I think what he did to the university, though, won two championships in three years. And it sounds like to me, when I hear him, he's still very complimentary of Florida. He loves Gainesville, loves the University of Florida. I, I think he should be. Uh, the second thing I wanted to talk about, and I'll get your response off, off air, um, I'm seeing these things like Vegas projects this five-and-a-half uh, win total this year and stuff over and under. And I don't know if it's just me as, as, as like, pie-in-the-sky Gator fan. You know more than I do as far as the comings and goings up there. But out of the sports team this year, I just think they can win. I think they can win seven to eight games. I, said, I, think, I just think they're better than last year. And we won six last year, and we could have won probably eight last year. Rich, Anthony Richardson didn't play very well for the most majority of the season. Our defense the last couple of years has been horrible, like ranked in the 80s to 100 in different categories. I just can't think it's being that bad this year. We've added some depth to the line, and, and I like our, our DBs, and to turn the DBs over to Corey Raymond. I can't imagine our, our defense being as bad as it's been the last couple of years. I mean, I I definitely think five and a half is too low. What's your what's your gut feeling on that? Uh, I think it's too low as well, but there's going to have to be, at, you know, as there almost always is when you're a team, that's where Florida is as a program right now. I keep saying this, swing games, right? Yeah. You can't lose to Vanderbilt. You have right. to beat South Carolina. You have to beat Missouri. You have to beat right. teams like that. If you beat teams right. like that, then you win seven or eight. If you beat right. Tennessee at home, well, maybe you win eight or nine. So, right. But, again, I, I think what happens is the closer – the season gets fandom comes out and you know forget what prognosticators think forget what i really think i'm a fan i want my team to win and i think that's what yeah. we see now somewhat that's not a bad thing right right all right well i just think they're a little bit i just think they're gonna be a little bit better in year two than what people are, are, are they better be write yourself a little bit they I better think. be all right thank all you right, dick because if not they'll be held to pay uh, I can tell you that. Uh, Lee says, all for putting Urban in the ring. It doesn't matter what we think. Put it to an anonymous vote of all of his players. That's how those things should go. Need to give more power to players. Uniforms, pregame music, awards, etc. Should really take into consideration what the kids want. I know it's hope season, but I have a feeling Florida will be sneaky good. Eight to nine wins. If Merch is accurate and young edge rushers play well, we have a shot. We have a chip on our shoulders. A real chip. Not the phony, nobody thought we could do this that Georgia has. Well, I don't know. I don't think it's phony. Uh, I think 
they ended up doing pretty well, don't you think? Hour two coming up, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. W251CG Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Oh, yeah, you can feel it. The hot Florida summer's upon us. And where do you feel it the worst? Well, in your vehicle, of course, unless you can reach over and dial in an icy blast of AC. If the air conditioning in your car isn't keeping you cool, take a ride and visit my friends at Dave Mays Automotive. And of course, AC isn't all they do. They can take care of your whole car, from brakes, tires, even engines and transmission work. And my favorite part is their honesty and work ethic. After all, there's a reason they've been in business since 1975. Take it from me, Steve Russell, there's no place else I trust my vehicle to. Located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive and online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing and always need to stick your fingers to test your blood sugar. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. Apply a discrete sensor on your body and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger sticks. If you are living with type 1 or type 2 diabetes and you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, you might be eligible for a CGM through your insurance benefits. U.S. Med partners with over 500 private insurance companies and Medicare. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill your insurance. Call us today for a free benefits check. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Tuesday. Daniel is our producer. Hope to be talking to Utah football coach Kyle Whittingham here uh, live in about two uh, Oh, 10, 15 minutes or so. In the meantime, we'll take your questions, calls, and comments. 392-8255. You can email uh, Russell at WRUF.com. Greg will lead us off. Hi, Greg. Hey, Steve. I just want to congrats on, even though you lost, big Bucks fan, though you're a Jets fan, and I'm calling NFL. I know you probably uh, dropped your jaw there. But I was really impressed with Kyle Trash, Steve. I admit I, I, I missed the first hour, but uh, – I was just wondering, and I'll stick on the line because I got one question I'll take off there, but what were your thoughts of Trask? Because I, I missed the first hour. Did you see him play? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he was, he um, well. well, yeah, he wasn't great, but right. he was, uh, 
what's the word I want to use, a consistent. Um, but he, I said this in the first hour, since you know Baker Mayfield's now been named a starter, the starter, uh, right? I thought he would be, and I thought Trask, because of Mayfield's experience, would really have to beat him out. Would have to show, you know, beyond some doubt that he was right. better than Mayfield was, and I don't think he did that. That's not a knock on him. I just don't no. think it was enough to convince the Bucks to make him the starter. Yeah, I read what they said. He needs to be ready to play at any time, especially after that awful injury with John Wolford. Uh, prayers for that guy. That looked like a really bad injury. And that was what a, a question I was going to leave off air with you, Steve. Is, and I know football, and I get it. I got knocked out at Northeast Park, Gainesville Rec Department, literally in middle school, unconscious, called ambulance. I woke up. That one's fine. But I want to know, Steve, do you think it's right? And I get in the heat of the moment. I understand football. But that your I say your that Jets defensive lineman grabbed Wolf that Bucks quarter third string QB and drove his head into the ground and I just wonder what you thought of that dude why don't they have rough in the passer calls in the NFL like they protect the quarterback in college I'll listen off there and go Gators all right thank you they do have those penalties in the NFL and sometimes uh, I've seen quarterbacks get the, the wind blows on them and there's a, there's a rough in the passer call. Um, part of that, though, is subjective, and I think part of that is intent. I don't think it was meant to drive him. Uh, and I'm not saying that as a Jets fan. I just don't think it was malicious. And, but you hate to see uh, you know, quarter, uh, players go down like that. Rob, welcome to the show. Steve, enjoying the show. I'm, I'm enjoying the excitement in the air and it was a little bit, you know, we're not noticing it any cooler, but I felt maybe just a tidbit cooler this morning. How about you? Uh, no, <laughs> uh, not at all. Uh, I, I like working outdoors in my yard, and I can tell you it's no cooler now than, than it's been in the last few days. Okay. Well, I'm dreaming then. But, hey, um, I also dream about these youngsters here. I just what I want to see is each and every one of those players take it upon themselves to say, I'm going to do the best of my ability to do my job on the field and look upon that opposition and beat the man in front of me and make my team better. And um, if they take that responsibility and play, play, do their assignments, don't worry about what's going on around you. Do what you have to do and become a team, play together. The sky's the limit. It's hard to do. Well, I mean, you can play together, you can do all those things and still lose. It, it comes down, you know, a lot of it comes down to talent. A lot of it comes down to, you know, what your scheme is that day, how you perform on that day. But, but yes, I mean, if, if, you, if your locker room is united, if, if you're on the same page and all that, you know, cliche stuff, then that certainly helps. Doesn't guarantee anything, but it helps. No, I mean it's a it's a you're going to be successful at the SEC level. You got to be strategic. You got to have like uh, Urban Meyer. He had the whole nine yards. He was good on special teams, excellent on defense, and then he had Titans running the offense. I mean, it, it takes a it takes a, a a whole unit to play together to be great. And um, you know, I just want them to be successful and know that they have all, every resource in the book here to do that. All right. Thank you, Rob. Appreciate your call. Thank you. Uh, William says, on the Meyer and Mullen discussion with Meyer brilliant, 
a genius as it relates to psychology with young men, or at least then he was. Best I've ever seen. Coaches don't like hearing this, but coaching X and O's is overrated. I don't agree with that at all. I don't agree with that at all. You, you, Dan Mullen was a terrific schemer uh, offensively. Does it make him a good head coach? If that's what you're saying, okay, I'll buy that. But to say that coaching X's and O's is overrated, I don't, I don't agree with that. The worst thing that ever happened to Dan was beating Georgia in 2020. In his mind, that solidified to him he didn't have to get the best players to win when in reality he had two first-round picks and a second-round pick on offense that hid flaws for a year, two guys which he didn't recruit anyway. Dan, in his heart of hearts, believes he can just out-coach people. He's a great offensive mind, but you're not out-coaching guys consistently in the SEC with inferior players. That's why it didn't work. I agree with that. You have to – I mean, you can get by. You can win a game or two on scheme. You can win a game or two on how you coach up a game. You can. But in the end, you know, most of the time it comes down to Jimmy's and Joe's and how well they play. Um, he said, uh, not sure if you knew season four of QB1 came out after four years. Uh, AR is riding in a car during a scene and your voice pops on the radio. Yeah, I, I saw that. I was alerted to that. That's pretty cool to see. Um, and thank you for that, William. Uh, Steven says, most people debate between Michael Jordan and LeBron as the greatest basketball player. What two football players do you think are the most debated for greatest ever? Oh, gosh. That's hard. That's really hard. Because first of all, I think there's a bias when it comes to that. My bias is this. If, you, if I said to you, who's the greatest NFL defensive player? I don't think you could tell me that as quickly as you could tell me who you think the best offensive player is. So there's a built-in bias, right? Because most people equate greatness in the NFL to points, production, right, as opposed to sacks or disruption. I've said this many times. Jim Brown was the best football player I ever saw. Herschel Walker was the best college player I ever saw. There are a lot of people who are close, a lot of people who are close. But I think it's a great question. Um, and I think, too, you get bogged down. You know, Jordan and LeBron are at least sort of contemporary. Right? But if you start talking about greatest of all time, Jim Brown played in the 60s, right, when football was markedly different. And there are quarterbacks now who are in the Hall of Fame that by today's standards would not be because the way the game has changed offensively. Um, so I can't really answer that, Stephen, who I think the two football players would be that you would say – you know, I mean, a lot of people think Walter Payton, um, but boy, you could spend, I could spend the whole show doing that. D is with us on the Clear Sound Audiology phone line. Hi, D. Hey, Steve. I know you're coming up on the break, so I'll make it quick. Uh, yeah, I guess the worst kept secret in Tampa got let out today, huh? Right. I mean, <laughs> that, that, that surprised me zero. Right. So, uh, yeah, they were, they were putting some pressure on Bowles yesterday, so I guess he finally had to let the cat out of the bag. Um, I know you got Coach Whittingham coming up, Steve. Uh, I just want to bring this up. Uh, 
you know, Utah was a 10-point favorite two weeks, uh, two months ago. Now it's down to five, and yep. we all know there's only one player at one position that can affect the line that much. So I know he's trying to be coy, some gamesmanship going on, but, you know, at some point you're going to have to name this quarterback, and uh, I, I'm expecting Wisen to at least go out there and play, but his effectiveness remains to be seen. I just don't know how you come back from an ACL and be ready for competition that fast. So, you know, we'll see. But that line is dropping, and that means uh, they, they have, they're they skeptical of, of, of his, uh, you know, effectiveness in the game, or if he's going to even play at all. Yeah, I agree. And uh, you know, they've had several other injuries in camp as well. Uh, it's been a very physical camp. Um, now, you know, Whittingham is that kind of coach. He's a physical guy. Uh, I don't think he was happy with that part of his, even though they won a Pac-12 title, I don't think he thought his team was physical enough, but maybe because of that, you know, more injuries in camp. So anxious to talk to him about that. Yep, I'll be listening. Be good, Steve. All right, D, appreciate you. Thank you. One twelve. time check brought to you by Hayes Chittlery. Hope to have Utah's football coach Kyle Whittingham with us next live ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Live from Weimar Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melden Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself and I gave him a call and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Melden Law, we won't back down. When you're clocking out and happy hour's already started. But... You're clocking out and happy hour's already started. The choice to enjoy is easy. Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Pick up Bud Light at your local convenience store today. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Does your knee pain keep getting worse? How about that pain in your shoulder or hip or back? Don't let them tell you steroids and surgery are your only options. Take my advice now and call QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics can make that pain go away with all natural advanced regenerative medicine. They're helping people here every day with these amazing natural treatments that restore and repair damaged joint tissue. It's like turning back the clock. Regenerative medicine uses concentrated healing agents from your own body to stimulate that damaged tissue in your joints so they can work like they're supposed to, and there's zero downtime. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting medical breakthrough. Patients here are getting real lasting relief and are saying no to surgery and drugs. If you have pain due to injury or arthritis, this is a remarkable option you need to check out, and the consultation is free. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, 352-400-4550, QC Kinetics. 
Hey, Bill, is that a new car? Nah, it's my same ride. I just got the dings taken out and repainted. I got it done at Mako and Gainesville. Wow, looks sharp. I thought it was a new car. Honestly, I was shocked at how good it looks. I'd recommend Mako of Gainesville to anyone. Give your car a brand new look. Take it to Mako in Gainesville. Excellent service and a fast turnaround on quality warrantied work with 0% financing available. Visit MAACOGainesville.com or call 352-371-4251. Mako of Gainesville on Main Street. Hey, it's Steve Russell talking about the delicious food at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. It's Key Lime Shake season. If you've never had their hand-spun artisan dairy shake, you're missing out. Try the herb chicken burger, the house-made veggie burger, and my favorite, Florida-raised beef, the original Big Dick with hot fries. Walk up, drive through, or order ahead at DickMondell's.com. Open seven days a week at Southwest 4th Avenue and 5th Street. Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries, worthwhile, wholesome, fast food. Visit online at DickMondell's.com. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Gatorhead football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Great segue because we're going to go from Florida coach Billy Napier to Utah's head coach Kyle Whittingham, who joins us live here now on Sports Scene. Coach, thank you for taking time. I appreciate it. Uh, talking to, to, to a Gator fan base here, uh, talk about your fall camp, what you tried to accomplish, what did you accomplish in fall camp? Well, you know, just making making the team better, you know, as, yeah. as a general statement. I mean, that's that's the obvious, but, but uh, we needed to uh, – Get some of the new receivers that we've got uh, integrated into the into the offense. Uh, we've got uh, probably, gosh, eight, ten, maybe even a dozen new faces. They're going to be major contributors for us this year. Uh, so getting those guys up to speed uh, just across the board. Uh, figuring out a quarterback situation, which is which is still uh, not completely figured out. You know, we're we're still hoping that uh, our quarterback Cam Rising is ready to go, but it's going to come right down to the wire. And and uh, if in fact he can't go, figuring out who uh, who is going to be taking the snap. So a lot going on in fall camp, but uh, the overriding factor, like I said, is just to make everyone better football players. You saved me to ask that question, so thank you for answering that right away. I'm sure you've been asked a time or two about him. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, when it comes to uh, defense, um, I, I looked and were you satisfied with the physicality of your defense last year? Was that a point of emphasis in camp? Satisfied, absolutely, for the season. Definitely not satisfied in our opening game against the Gators. We uh, that was our poorest game of the year defensively, and uh, we didn't tackle well. Uh, you know, we blew assignments, and uh, that was, you know, like I said, very disappointing and uncharacteristic of us. But when you look at the season in its totality, uh, I thought we performed very well. I think we were at or near the top of most all the uh, Pac-12 defensive major categories. So, so we did get things, uh, you know, righted. We righted the ship, but uh, that first game was not our best effort. Um, where do you think positionally, Kyle, you you uh, will be better? Maybe maybe every place, but you know, from a year ago, where do you think, uh, from a position group standpoint, you might make the most improvement? Well, hopefully a wide receiver. As I mentioned, we uh, you know we lacked uh, some big play capability last year, and so we went out and got us uh, three new guys to uh, 
to add to that mix. Uh, actually, four, but three will be uh, you know factors for us. Two from the portal, and uh, Micah Pittman from Florida State, a terrific player, a slot receiver, a punt returner. Uh, he's got a you know big play capabilities, and then we have uh, Emory Simmons came in from Indiana, who's really added to that room, and then Mikey Mikey Matthews, who was a true freshman. He was here in spring though. He, he transferred in in January, had a very good spring, uh, seven catches in the spring game, and then he just picked up where he left off uh, in spring this fall camp, and and he's going to get uh, a lot of playing time as well. Because this was a home and home series, you know, you you saw Florida, they saw you. Uh, you know, different group you have, different group they have. Is that any advantage, Kyle, having seen Florida and what Billy Napier does? Uh, you know, I don't think it's an advantage for us solely. I mean, obviously it's an advantage for both teams sure. to be able to be exposed to uh, each other. But, but uh, you know, we certainly uh, know that there's a new quarterback we'll be facing. You know, Anthony Richardson's obviously gone. And congrats to him, by the way, just being named the starter in Indianapolis the other day. That that doesn't surprise me. You know, he's a terrific athlete. But, but uh, you know, I don't think there's advantage one way or the other for either team uh, in that scenario. Um, I would imagine everything you wanted to install is in now. And with new players, you know, they have to uh, adapt to that and everything. Were you pleased with the way your kids adapted to the installation and, and now know the playbook? Yeah, with uh, access to them all summer, you know, which we've had for a few years now, that that really uh, makes that learning curve a lot less steep for them, and and we're able to get a lot done in that regard, you know, during June and July. And so when you go into August and, and camp, you really hit the ground running, and it's not, uh, you know, it's not all brand new to them. And so I would say that installation and and you know, it, as far as uh, what it used to be, is not anywhere near uh, the learning curve, especially for the new guys that it is now. Uh, what was it like playing in the swamp last year? Oh, it was an awesome experience. A great crowd, uh, loud. You know, <laughs> they they got they got, they got a rackus. Is that the right word? I don't know. They got a they got a they got a definite home field advantage there. And and uh, you know, I you know been following the Gators for a while. My good friend Urban Meyer, of course, was was there for several years. And so so uh, you know wasn't uh, surprising to me what the environment was that's what we expected and uh, hopefully you know we could have a similar situation with our crowd when they come to salt lake city next week uh final question for you um when it comes to what happened in your league i i don't think anybody coach was prepared for that uh, but you have a season to play for in that league and you know you've done well last year but kind of sad that a league has been in existence since 1915 is going to kind of go away isn't it it is, and it's you know it's a very college football has become very predatory, and and uh, it's not done yet. You know, I, I think there's still seismic change that's going to be on the horizon. You know, two, three, four, five years out, when uh, everything eventually uh, streamlines into one or two super conferences, and and uh, you know, really, uh, that's where I think it's all heading. And but to see the Pac-12. Uh, just go by the wayside, I guess. I assume that's going to be the the outcome. I mean, they only got what four teams left, right. so so that is sad. And that's uh, but you know, college football as we know it will never be the same, and so you just got to adapt and and uh, move on and and uh, you know just embrace the changes because there's no other alternative. Final thirty seconds. Uh, let's not just use rising. If you have an injured player and you're getting set to play a game here in what nine days, is there a drop dead time? that you have to have that player available? I think it depends on the position and, and the level of experience the kid has. You know, Cam Rising, if they tell us he's playing the day before the game, he's playing. Because he's, <laughs> yeah. he's, been, he's been practicing and he's, 
he's uh, you know with limitations. I'm not going to say he's out there doing everything because he's not. But uh, you know, if it's a quarterback position, that certainly is a lot different than uh, maybe a defensive tackle or something. And so I think it's relative to the position, relative to the player's experience, and and uh, and uh, you just go from there. Pleasure to have you, Coach. I appreciate your time talking to Gator fans here. Thanks for taking the time. Oh, you bet. Appreciate you having me on. Thank yes, you. sir. Thank you, Coach. Kyle Whittingham joining us live here, Utah football coach. Um, he did answer the question. Um, but he kind of, I mean, he, he knew he was going to get that question, and he answered it well. But he makes a great point, and that's the point I've been trying to make, and I'm glad that he did, right? I understand, and I totally get, he has, I mean, he is, I think people think he's not practicing. He's practicing, right? It's not he's watching. Is he limited? Yes. Are there things he can't do? Yes. I've been told that it may be literally right before they play where they decide he's okay, but he makes a great point. It isn't like he's a rookie and he hasn't played. And I think the other thing, when some fans have brought up, well, will he take a hit? You know, how confident will he be? That we don't know. Now, you would certainly think a veteran like that would have a pretty good, you know, understanding of what that is and all of that. But you don't know that until it actually happens. But really appreciate Coach Whittingham joining us here and maybe uh, giving you a little better idea of the team that Florida's going to play. Um, it's interesting. If you go back and watch Utah, Keithy's back, the kid they just lost to the Buffalo Bills who was really good here last year, they had a lot of 13 personnel because they had a lot of good tight ends, right? Um, well, you still have one who's back who's really good. Um, but you're going to see, I think, them going away a little bit from that 13 personnel to because to take better advantage of a wide receiver room they think is better. Um, I, I'm gonna, that's one thing in this game I'm going to look for uh, from a, just an X and O standpoint, uh, offensively, what they do. Uh, Andrew says, could a heat wave happening benefit us in Salt Lake? No, it's hot there in the summer. I don't, I don't know that it's going to hurt uh, Utah. Um, let's see here. I... Uh, Paul says, uh, great interview with Coach. He's like a pretty nice guy. Have you ever interviewed him before? No. I mean, I never had occasion to. Uh, we tried last year. Uh, it just didn't work out. Um, but glad it did this year. And speaking of that, uh, over the next couple of days here, uh, we're going to get some of the high school football coaches on uh, in the area because their seasons uh, crank up this weekend. Gator volleyball coach Mary Wise here tomorrow. Max Chabot from Pro Football Focus will be here on Thursday. We'll have an abbreviated show because of Rays baseball. We'll be on 12 to 1. But the SEC Network's Tom Hart will be here. Uh, Trevor Sikama, one of our Gator grads, will talk NFL from Pro Football Focus. And we're working on some other guests for later on in the week. So uh, hope you enjoy who we have on here. I enjoy talking to them. And I want to hear from you in our last half hour if you have, an, if you have a reaction to what Coach Whittingham said uh, has anybody seen any of the Swamp King episodes? Um, if you have, let me know what you think. Uh, oh, let me just, I'm going to say this every day. 
because the game is squirrely this year, it's on Thursday, we will have our first and 10 pregame show during sports scene. It'll be the last hour of sports scene that day. It'll be 1 o'clock. Okay? And then the network pregame show will begin at 5 o'clock Eastern time. Shea Matthews will be here. We'll do our normal pregame show. The Extra Point postgame show will not be after the game as well. Two reasons. A, it's very late after the game. And B, you've got to come to work the next day. It's a work day. It isn't like you can sleep on Sunday. It's a work day. So our Extra Point postgame show will be combined with Sports Scene that day uh, and give you a chance to call in, obviously, and talk about the game uh, come next Friday. So just want to let you know that's our game plan for that. And then we'll begin to have our normal, you know, Billy Napier Monday press conferences, all of that will commence after that. 128 time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN, 98.1 FM, and 850 AM, WRUF. Ad paid for by StarWeb Services. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. PowerPill allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $2 per pill? Call today and get 50 Viagra pills for only $99. This could cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us if you want Viagra at the lowest prices. Never pay $15 at pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $2 per pill. Call 800-707-9440 today to save up to $500 and get 50 pills for just $99. Power Pill is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 800-707-9440 to take your call now. Call 800-707-9440. That's 800-707-9440. Again, 800-707-9440. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. I would say that not only because they're absolutely the best, that they do pay attention and listen to each different patient and what their needs are, what their fears are, how they can help them through the, the different processes that you need to go through to have healthy teeth. And that's what's really important to me. It's the difference between night and day, just having the absolute best and know that that's what I have and um, I'm healthy and I know that that's what I'm going to be for the rest of my life because this is my team for the rest of my life. It's terrific. This is Dr. Kim Mowry and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing and always need to stick your fingers to test your blood sugar. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. Apply a discrete sensor on your body and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger sticks. If you are living with type 1 or type 2 diabetes and you administer insulin three or more times per day, 
or use an insulin pump, you might be eligible for a CGM through your insurance benefits. U.S. Med partners with over 500 private insurance companies and Medicare. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill your insurance. Call us today for a free benefits check. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. This afternoon, mostly sunny skies. Temperatures getting warmer than they were yesterday. Highs today in the mid-90s. Heat indices near 105. We've got a very low chance for a passing evening shower, although most spots will stay dry for the entire day. Tonight, mostly clear skies, low temperatures in the morning in the mid to lower 70s. In the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. Blue 42! Blue 42! Hut! Hut! The Gators, the Utes, kickoff is nine days away. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. For the second time in 100 years of football at the University of Florida, the Gators celebrate as national champions. The home of the Florida Gators. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Okay, our final half hour here today, 392-8255. You can email uh, Russell at wruf.com. Uh, John emails and says, uh, what's the thing that you want to get most out of Swamp Kings? Uh, I don't want to get anything out of it. As somebody who covered the team, as somebody who went to every home and away game then, it brings back, a lot of memories and again I think you I think everybody in Gator Nation fans players coaches administrators took for granted that Florida was just going to be good forever and it didn't take long for it to crash down and that's a lesson that I hope is learned by a lot of people because it just doesn't... I mean, look, let's take Alabama. Nick Saban works his fanny off as much now as he did in building the program because he knows you have to sustain it. It's one thing to get there. It's hard to stay there. Georgia will go through that. I mean, think about it. They're 10 years, five years from now, where we look back when Georgia is maybe, I don't know, eight and four, seven and five, 
and think, what happened? What happened? It is not easy to stay on top. It is difficult to stay on top because everybody's gunning for you, and I'm telling you, I've seen it in other programs. The I'm I'm good. I don't need to work. I take stuff for granted. All that creeps in. So that's what I'm looking to see. Let's get some calls before we go, though. Okay, uh, I hope we can get those. What's your thoughts on Coach Whittingham? Um, and how about uh, he was so uh, gracious about coming to the swamp? And he's a football dude. I mean, let, let's just face it. He's a football dude. And I think, you know, he appreciates coming to a venue like this and, you know, its reputation and what it was. And he's a good football guy. Uh, Jack says, uh, I'm really bummed about Bowles naming Baker Mayfield the starter. Why was that, in your opinion? Again, I, I talked about this. Um Mayfield just has more experience. I think if Mayfield went down or he did not, I don't think, I think the leash on him is short. I think they will turn uh, to Kyle Trask if they believe that he won't be their answer. I really believe that. Um, this is interesting. 24-7 Sports had something about the uh, top uh, unemployed head coaches of 2023. Mark D'Antonio, Michigan State. David Shaw, longtime coach at Stanford. Bronco Mendenhall, late of Virginia. Yeah, there's, there's a bunch of good names. Chris Peterson, whose name comes up a lot. Uh, Dan Mullen and Bob Stoops and Urban Meyer are in that mix, too. Uh, but uh, you never say never. I just cannot imagine Urban would ever go back into the, uh, into the fray there. Uh, let's see here. Alan. Steve, listen to the show a lot. Don't email or call much. But I have a question concerning this year's team. If Florida does not do well, if Florida has another six or seven win season, how do you think the fan base is going to react uh, for next year? Oh, look, if Florida were to go six and seven or seven and six, and maybe have a bad loss in there, there will be some people not very happy. And year three will be a big year. And the schedule, we all know, doesn't get easier. Uh, not sure this is from. Do you really think Georgia will drop off? I hope so, but I could see them staying this good for five-plus years. Hope not. Uh, how many episodes in this next Netflix documentary? Four. Four of them. Um, look, I'm a history guy. Nobody stays on top forever. What Alabama has done, for example, is truly extraordinary. 
that it, you just don't, it doesn't happen all the time. So it isn't the easiest thing in the world to stay there. But, I mean, if, if Georgia continues to do this and recruit well and they don't get a sense of entitlement and all of that, they can be very good for a long time. Very good for a long time. Uh, Tennessee Mike, hello. Hey, Steve. I wanted to stay on topic with you. I wanted to correct myself from yesterday just a touch. But um, two things on what you were just saying there. Do you think anything to do with Baker Mayfield and the Bucks might be ticket sales? Because you know, I, that's generally not how the NFL works. But the Bucks are thought to be one of the worst teams in the NFL. Former number one pick. I would think it might help with pro, uh, uh, program franchise legitimacy and pro- maybe ticket sales. I don't. And here's why I don't. Um, we, we carry Bucks games. And I did not hear from the fan base great excitement that Baker Mayfield was going to be the starting quarterback. Um, I get his pedigree, you know, where he came from, but in the National Football League, you know, he's, he's had a mixed bag. So, no, I don't think him being – I don't sense that him being named the starting quarterback is going to get 5,000 more season tickets. No, I don't see that. Uh, well, maybe not there, but eyeballs. I pay a little more attention to him as a former number one pick. He's got a little Johnny Manziel to him. And I think we most people realize it, this is probably his last shot. Probably as a starter, at least. Yes, I agree. Yes, I just wonder, I just wonder if that's playing it in, in it all to the decision, but hopefully not. Uh, number two, Steve, um, I have heard uh, out-of-town uh, national, quote, national guys talking a lot about his Sarkeesian and or Jimbo blows up, that Urban will probably be the first dude they call. Well, call's free. Yeah, I mean, don't think, uh, as you know, Texas and Texas A&M, Urban Meyer could say $100 million, boys, and they wouldn't bat an eye. Well, I can tell you this. He's got a wife who has a lot to say about what he does. Um, and I mean that in the most positive way. Uh, so while I've learned <clears throat> that nothing is impossible, I just don't see it. I, I, I just yeah. don't. Well, you know, coaches do a lot of unpredictable things. They have agents, and it's hard to know what anybody's going to do, even your next-door neighbor from day to day. Um, on that deal. All right, two things, Steve. I want to correct myself. Yesterday, I think I may, might have come across as making Carson Beck out to be Tim Tebow or uh, Bryce Young. Um, I heard um, Mike Huguenin, who I'm sure you're very well aware of, mm-hmm. kind of a gatekeeper coming out of Tampa, Orlando, excuse me, saying that uh, Carson Beck had a pretty scrubby uh, senior year over there in Jacksonville. So I tried to stay 100% accurate, and I'm learning that's one of the reasons I listen to you. But if you look, go down Georgia's quarterback roster, I think the player – I was thinking about was Brock Vandergrift, Vandergrift sure. who's a five-star dude. Uh-huh. And um, and also, uh, Zach was on the afternoon show, and he mentioned D- Dylan Rayola, uh-huh. who I believe is the, the number one. So, so George, is, as you might imagine, is locked and loaded with five-star dudes. But I wanted to correct myself. And one last thing I want to quibble about with you, Steve. Um, in the 90s, or whatever, when Spurrier was killing it at Florida, all the SEC teams, generally speaking, the big boys had a pretty good shot to win the league, you know, talent-wise. I think Georgia and Alabama are just getting five-star dudes across the board, and everybody else is fighting for crumbs. So, yeah, it always ends for some for these teams sooner or later, one way or another. Saban could retire, for instance. But um, Doug Dickey has mentioned that the uh, uh, really constricted playoff, uh, these dudes want to get paid and they want to go to the playoffs. And um, that's the thing that's different now, I think, as opposed to what we're used to is I don't see Georgia going anywhere – 
until they maybe get missed the playoffs two or three years. And that's, they pretty much have a guaranteed trip to the playoffs every year when they're signing five-star dudes across the board. Well, a lot can happen. You know, injury, uh, you know, schedule. Their schedule is painfully uh, easy this year, at least on paper. Um, but sure, I mean, you. When, I don't care what program it is. I'm a history guy. You eventually drop. But how long does it take for you to drop, right? If, if somebody succeeds Nick Saban, does that mean they're going to have the same success as he did? No. We all saw how difficult it was to follow Steve Spurrier, for example, with, with Ron Zook. So, you know, a lot of things come into play. But I do agree with your point. Some of this is different because of the portal and because of kids being able to transfer so quickly that changes the dynamic of a roster. That that wasn't the case 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah and I'll leave it to you, Steve. I think Saban has got maybe one or two years left in the tank, but once again, who knows? And I do think the four-team playoff is ridiculously constricted. No, when's that expanding? we got next year, they're, they're, or is it two years out? It's next year, but they're going to uh, revamp it, I think, because of what the Pac-12 situation is. They're going to they're gonna revisit that. Yeah, and I don't know where, how Kirby Smart's viewed on the NFL level. There's that also. He, he kind of strikes me as a college coach. But until somebody takes Kirby out on the field, I'm expecting Saban to re- retire. That's the only way I see the Georgia party slowing down. Okay. Hang in there. Mike, thank you for your call. Appreciate it. 392-8255. You can email us, Russell, at WRUF.com. 144. Time check brought to you by Hayes Shillery. We'll have a final segment coming up for you. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Anchored in the soul of Gator Nation and coming to you live from the second story of the CJC on the campus of the University of Florida. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Do you wish you could take half the week off by Wednesday? At Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, you can do just that. Every Tuesday is Martini Tuesday, where you can enjoy a handcrafted martini for 50% off. Wednesdays, get half off any bottle of wine up to $75. And if you make it through the whole week, we have the best brunch buffet and bottomless mimosas and Bloody Marys in town every Saturday and Sunday. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, part restaurant, part museum, all good times in the heart of Gator Nation. The school year is back, and no one does after school like Okito America. <laughs> Martial arts, Spanish classes, art classes, science classes, sports programs, and free transportation. Classes for ages 5 and up. Okito is an open learning environment. Locations at 6900 Southwest Archer Road, 7420 West Newberry Road, and now open in Alachua. Hurry, sign up at okitoamerica.com today before after school classes fill up. That's okitoamerica.com. What's holding you back from learning the language you've always wanted to know? Too hard. Takes too long. Not with Babbel. Babbel's lessons take just 15 minutes a day. 15 minutes isn't long. Nope, and they're fun. Fun isn't hard. Right. Babbel's interactive lessons, podcasts, games, and more make it fun and engaging, so you don't realize you're learning a language, but you are. And Babbel's lessons are built around real life. You can choose from topics like travel, business, relationships, and more. You'll learn what matters most to you. Plus, Babbel's lessons are designed to get you speaking right away. In three weeks, you're able to start having conversations. Just three weeks? 
even better. Since Babbel's lessons are designed by language experts and voiced by real native speakers, you'll get the accents just right and be able to carry on conversations with confidence. Learning a language with Babbel doesn't take long. And with Babbel, it isn't hard. It's, it's perfect. perfect. And now, try Babbel free at Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. <laughs> The Gators begin regular season play on the road against Utah next week. But right now, the Netflix series Untold Swamp Kings has taken Gator Nation by storm. At Florida Gator football, there's no second place trophies. With the latest analysis and discussion. Another Florida Gator has been arrested. It's winner lose praise or embarrassment. Keep it locked here for Sports Scene with Steve Russell and the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley on your home for Gators football. This team had a chance to be so special and we were so close to doing it. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM. WRUF. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Coach Steve Spurry, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Don't forget, the Gator QB Shane Matthews, the ball coach, and yours truly, here a week from today, starting our Inside the Huddle for another college football season will come your way 11 a.m., every Tuesday. So we look forward to that. I look forward to that. Uh, okay, we got 10 minutes left. Hopefully a call or two or three before we say goodbye today. 392-8255. Interesting email here. Uh, Carl says, uh, you have great guests and a lot of Gators, but you don't seem to have Tim Tebow. Why is that? Um... I'm going to answer this diplomatically. You have to go through uh, ESPN for the most part to get Tim. And what you get back is uh, he has very limited availability. Same with Lee Corso this year. I mean, Lee has come on here for years and given you his prediction who will win the championship and I'm still trying to get him but it looks like we're not he, his role is going to be reduced on game day and so his availability media wise is less I mean God bless him he's 88 uh, but he still wants to do uh, you know the show and, and hope he can so and again when I say that that's not a knock on Tim Tebow just he doesn't do a lot of media unless it has something to do with a charity or, for example, if, if uh, they're in town for a game, you know, he'll be made available sometimes. Uh, Steven says, do you like three preseason NFL games or would you lessen that? I'd probably lessen it. And I don't know how much money uh, they generate. But I would lessen that. I think you can have scrimmages. You know, the Jets can scrimmage the Falcons or somebody. 
um, and you can accomplish what you want to accomplish and not have to do it in the number of preseason games that are played now. I forgot to do this today. My fault. I got to remember to do it tomorrow. Dream Outfield. And several of you uh, emailed about this. Uh, James says his outfielders would be Ricky Henderson, Ken Griffey Jr., and Tony Gwynn. Pretty good. Pretty good. You can't go wrong with those. Uh, Let's see here. A quick reminder. We will have Rays baseball tonight. They play the Rockies. We'll have it for you at 6 o'clock. And uh, tomorrow, another 6 o'clock game. Thursday, uh, we will have the Rays at 1 o'clock. So we will have an abbreviated sports scene that day. Uh, But we still have a couple of really good guests uh, that are going to come on the show that day. And we have good guests lined up for the rest of the week. Uh, We're also hoping uh, to talk with Billy Napier one more time before the season cranks up. So that'll be kind of fun. All right, uh, let's get a couple of calls here to end on the Clear Sound Audiology phone line. Andrew is there. Andrew, hello. Yes, Steve. Good afternoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about you? How about the Mets last night jumping on Atlanta? Yeah, uh, they know, came in with energy. Well, they're playing a little bit better now, but it's too little, too late. Obviously. Oh yeah, yeah. Obviously. Ake, uh, with regards to Coach Whittingham, um, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. You are. Yeah, over there in Utah. I, I think he's uh, kind of in a handful of those guys uh, getting up there a little bit in experience where, you know, it's beyond the shadow of a doubt that he's uh, a very, uh, just a real credit to the college football landscape. Oh, yeah. Um, Been there a long time. Uh, very yeah. successful there. Um, they seem to do things the right way. So that's good. Was he on? I missed the show earlier. Did you interview him today? Yes. Okay, I'll replay it then later. Finally, uh, what have they expanded their stadium? I haven't really looked into it, but it's not one of those, uh, you know, kind of like a Gatorland or a Vols with 100. You know, they have like, I think somewhere around 56,000 capacity. I don't, Am I right with I, that? I don't know um, the history uh of that in terms of you know have they enlarged it recently it's a little above 50,000 i don't know the exact number it's 51 52 whatever it is just over 50,000 well we we know it'll be loud because uh, the gators are coming to town so regardless 56 ah, i just looked this up 80, i just looked this up this is yeah. interesting um yeah. from 2014 to 2020 the capacity was 45,000 and change. They mm-hmm. increased it to 51,444 in 2021. Okay. So, so relatively small compared to the uh, SEC venues the guys are used to going to, would you say? Yes. Okay. Yeah, but they, had, they had a record attendance. They stuck 53,000 people in there somehow when they played USC. Yeah. 
Well, they're piggybacking over there, you know, because it's a Salt Lake City crowd. Well, it'll be interesting okay. to see what this game draws. You know, it's not it's not yeah. the rivalry, you know, that USC is or Brigham Young might be, but, you know, it is an SEC team, which they don't get to see very much, and it's a team that, you know, they lost to a year ago. There's a lot of expectation based on what happened with them last year, so it'll be kind of interesting to see how many are in the house. Oh, there's no doubt their excitement will be over the top. There's no question. Okay, Steve. Okay. Well, have a great day, sir. Thank you, Andrew. Appreciate your call. Uh, Still got time for a call or two if you want to get them in. If not, I will certainly end uh, with emails here. Uh, Don't know if you saw this. With all the stuff going back and forth with Michigan, uh, they've imposed a three-game ban for Coach Jim Harbaugh. Um, this was over alleged violations during the COVID dead period. So there was a lot of back and forth about that, but they finally will uh, allow him, or well, not allow, they're going to make him sit uh, three games. Um, did you see Tennessee? Got a big commitment from a four-star defensive end, Jordan Ross. Their class uh, in 2024 is now ranked in the top 10 uh, by at least ESPN. So the rich get richer sometimes, um, and there's not much you can do that. USC, I'm getting old, folks. They got a quarterback for the 2026 class. Name is Julian Lewis, and he is from... Georgia, Carrollton, Georgia. Um, Florida had offered him, among many other schools, uh, like Georgia, etc. As a freshman, he threw for 4,000-plus yards, 48 touchdowns, and uh, 12 picks. Um, tell you what, you got to give it up for USC in terms of what Lincoln Riley's doing there. Um, You know, he's got the current Heisman winner, Caleb Williams there, signed the number one quarterback in the 2023 class. uh, What's his name? uh, Nelson, I think it is. Uh, Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, somebody, but I think it's Nelson. So, um, you know, and again, that's a school that's, Leaving that league. So it's pretty good to do that. Uh, All right, I got two more emails, and we will say goodbye. On ESPN.com, there is a Pac-12 preview um, that Kyle Bonagura wrote, and I'm going to try to get Kyle on uh, later in the week. He writes for uh, ESPN.com, and... uh, He talks about uh, three positions to fill, one of them being Utah's Clark Phillips III, who is in the NFL now. Um, But he thinks uh, that um, they'll be okay. And he also says uh, one of the games to see is Utah at Baylor. Um, Probably a tougher test on paper because you're getting Florida at home 
you have to go to Baylor. And uh, most people are predicting uh, Caleb Williams to be the league MVP. And, uh, but he does say, Kyle Bonagura does, Utah is going to beat USC in the conference title game. Interesting. That's our show for today. Our thanks to one of our Gator grads, Sidney Jones, who is now working for the Denver Broncos, uh, doing a lot of good. Matter of fact, she does something called Sid's Vids uh, with the Broncos, doing a great job there. Also, Wyatt Langford here live today, talking about his uh, Gator and minor league baseball experience so far. And then we appreciate Utah's football coach, Kyle Whittingham, joining us live here on the show today. Tomorrow, Gator volleyball coach, Mary Wise. Max Chadwick from Pro Football Focus among our guests to be here talking sports with you. We hope you'll be here tomorrow talking sports as well. I'm Steve Russell. Thanks to Daniel Havi for producing. We'll see you tomorrow at noon. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. W251CG Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM.